Hey guys, this is Shannon Early, and you are about to listen to episode 11. That's double digits, bro and sister. Anyways, stay tuned today because we're going to talk about something very bloody, very female-y, and super duper important. Thanks for coming back to Nesting with the Early Birds, and I hope you enjoy this time with me. All right, guys, so this is episode 11, which is, like I said earlier, a super duper big deal because it is 10 plus 1, which means one more than 10. Guys, listen, I'm a homeschooling mom, and I've also been sick for like a super long time, so my brain is basically just a fart right now. I don't know, like, again, virtually raise your hands if you ever have fart head, but that is what I'm dealing with today. (laughs) I don't even know the words for it. You guys, my family has been just so sick. Like, we have just been getting jammed one wave after another of sickness, illness, stitches. It's just bananas. And for any of you know that that know me in a personal manner, you might remember that I have chronic illness. So whenever there's a viral infection or something that is supposed to just do a little bit of damage, it basically jacks me up. So this has been the sleepiest weekend of my entire family's existence. All six of us have probably just slept and slept for days. So I was finally like, dude, Tuesday is coming up. I need to have a podcast out for that. And I have got these things I really want to talk about. So one of these things I wanted to talk about happened to me during a fever dream. (laughs) If it's like way too out there and too crazy, I'm so sorry in advance. At the same time, it's kind of a big deal. So I've told you guys before, I'm a Christian, which means that I read from a book called the Bible. And in the Bible, there are many, many different stories, many different things that happen to lots of crazy people. Everybody in there is a sinner. Like everybody's horrible, except for Jesus, Obvi. So anyways, the whole deal is we're living in this fallen world. Everybody is just awful all the time. And because we're also in this fallen world, our bodies, you know, don't work perfectly. So you might have heard this song where they're like, I was once blind, but now I see. So you can understand our bodies don't work perfectly. I have chronic illness. Uh, The doctors are now calling it fibromyalgia, but I've been tested for rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, Lyme disease, Um, I've been tested for a gajillion different things. I just found out that I have a bleeding disorder. There is something that is called uh, being factor two positive, I guess. My father had uh, very intense pulmonary embolism several years back. He had a clot that was in his leg that traveled up into his lung, and it it was a really big deal. Um, And most of these are life-threatening. So he had what was called a pulmonary or lung embolism, which basically means something goes on with your blood that's not not a good deal. I'm not a doctor, guys. I'm just a podcast hostess. Anyways, they found out that he had a genetic thing called factor two, which causes people to have strokes more frequently than the general population. Okay, so I just found out that I also have this. Which you would think to yourself, if your dad had this pulmonary embolism like years ago, why were you just finding out, Shannon, that you also have this? 
Well, ladies and gents, buckle up tight, because I will share with you my story. Like I said, I've been going through years and years now of trying to figure out what is wrong. My husband has had to deal with me being stuck in bed, stuck on the couch, weeping, crying, feeling depressed or sorry for myself, feeling sorry for my children, feeling guilty, shameful, embarrassed. You guys, it's been absolutely difficult and terrible. And honestly, there's only a real close knit group of people that even know what's going on and less than them are even able to help and less that that less than that even offer to help so things are just they can be very difficult and what stinks is that there can be times where i almost feel like there's nothing wrong at all and then a flare will happen and it will hit me like a truck it will be like the most painful and exhausted feeling you can imagine where lifting up your arm to maybe pull a shirt on is just absolutely exhausting. You almost feel worn out. Like when you have the flu or something like that and it just hits you and it is so frustrating and it can be very discouraging. On top of all of this lately, um, they had just found several different breast lumps All three of them were different things. (laughs) Um, I ended up getting them found on a mammogram, which is great. Thank you, Lord, for mammograms. Yes. And I have been feeling just so worn out that they were just asking about different things. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know what? My bleeding, like my lady time is completely not normal. Basically, I never stop. I'm just constantly bleeding. And it's just my kids have special needs and so many other things going on. One of our sons was hospitalized recently and another of my children had stitches and they have games and activities and we homeschool. And it's like at the very end of that, I just forget that there's something wrong with me that I need to get checked out. And I'm sure a lot of you know exactly what I'm talking about. Well, finally, uh, I went to the OB and they're like, yeah. We're going to give you this medicine and it's going to completely shed your uterine lining. Basically, it's going to give you a fresh start, brand new, like a reset. Well, I did that and (laughs) took the medicine and I've not stopped bleeding since. So it's like, I don't know what point they're trying to have me reset, but I actually have an appointment coming up. So that's going to be very exciting to see what's going on there. But as I was bleeding again and just feeling so drained, not just because of the emotional toll, because like, obviously guys, it's a lot when there's a chronic illness and you don't know what really is the cause, it can just cause such anxiety. Even though I trust in the Lord and I know that his plan for me is good, he tells me it's good. Living it out day to day can be very difficult, but it made me think about this lady. There is literally a woman who experienced the exact same thing in the Bible. Exactly, you guys. You might hear of stories of David and Bathsheba and how he sent her husband to war and got him killed so he could have an affair with her and all these like amazing huge stories, you know, or Joseph was sold to slaves I mean, he was sold as a slave and then he became like the Pharaoh's right-hand man and 
There's all these really big stories that really stick to you, but I feel like I don't know of many children that are learning the story about the woman who didn't stop bleeding. So I'm going to share that with you guys. All right, guys. So this story actually does come from the Bible, and I'm not always going to read scripture verses, but it's a pretty big deal since I'm such a paraphraser and a summarizer, whatever. I, I was going to say I'm a Samaritan. That's not the word here. I'm such a person that just likes to say, well, the gist of the story was blah, but I feel like it was really important that I share it because this is exactly what was put on my heart. So this is from the book of Luke. Luke is one of the gospels in the Bible. There's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So this is from Luke chapter 8, verses 43 through 48. And it says, And there was a woman who had had a discharge of blood for twelve years. And though she had spent all her living on physicians, she could not be healed by anyone. She came up behind him and touched the fringe of his garment, and immediately her discharge of blood ceased. And Jesus said, Who was it that touched me? When all denied it, Peter said, Master, the crowds surround you and are pressing in on you. But Jesus said, Someone touched me, for I perceive that power has gone out from me. And when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him, declared in the presence of all the people why she had touched him, and how she had been immediately healed. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Dudes, I told you, the exact same thing is happening to me. Like, what? I mean, there's not a crowd of people pressing in on Jesus physically. <laughs> but... When I said the same thing happened, I mean, dude, it said that she had spent all of her lives, like her earnings on trying to be healed and going to different doctors. You have to understand, guys, back in the day, like when this was written, it was written for the folks that were mostly Jewish. And in that custom, there was clean and unclean people, clean and unclean things. And blood, because it was like a holy part of your body, basically, a giving thing of life, actually would make you unclean. It's hard to explain it. But basically, any woman that was bleeding, menstrual cycle, for instance, was considered unclean. Which is bananas, considering it's the same blood that gives life. But you know, what are you going to do? Anyways, <clears throat> so besides the fact that she was bleeding for 12 years, like, it's so interesting when the Bible does this. It will just say, like, for 300 years they suffered. And it's, like, one sentence. But if you think about it in our daily, like, in and out lives, we're like, oh, my gosh, it's been four days. You know what I mean? Like, we would be just a blip in the Bible of our suffering. Just imagine it. Like, she was a homeschool mom for 45 years. <laughs> Whatever it is, you know? And there, it just says that she bled for 12 years. So you have to understand, like, not only did she suffer much longer than probably most of us understand, even if we have a chronic illness, it's we're not shunned by everybody that we're with. We're not pariahs. People aren't forced to turn their backs on us or not touch us. There's no friendly hello 
on the street. You know, she couldn't go to the hairstylist and have her hair washed. Nobody could physically touch her. She, You have to understand, like, if she went to the well to get water, people would have to run away. Because you also weren't allowed to be seen talking to an unclean person. The whole thing. So this poor woman. And it doesn't say, I don't know if she has a husband. Who knows? But she was probably filthy because... They didn't have maxi pads, ladies and gents. They had rags, okay? And she probably, I mean, it says she has no money left. She spent it all. And she couldn't be healed by anybody. So here she is, just like feeling depressed, probably destitute. She's alone. She feels like she's a leper. People hate her. And then there's this crowd of people, and she hears about this guy who can heal her, maybe. And you have to understand, like, her putting her face in front of all those people, that was, that wouldn't have been done, you guys. So she had the guts. Like, do you have to understand how brave she was to go show her face? How much she had to be on her last, just legs, that she would have to believe, like, this is the thing. Because if it wasn't, look what she would have been doing. All of those people, you guys, it's not like now where... I don't know. I don't know. We don't have anybody, you know, back then supporting and being like, don't pick on her. It's just her period or whatever it is. That's not, that's not the deal, guys. She was alone and she decides, even though she knows Jesus can heal her, she's like, instead of me going like face to face and asking for his help, I'm going to like sneak in like a little bloody ninja and go grab his cloak which is really cute when you think about it. Cause like, dude, I'm like that too. I don't know what it is. Why do we not just go to him and ask what we want? Why do we not go and say, please heal me? I don't know why we don't do it. I don't do it. I don't do it till it's too late. But she thought she'd go in there and be cute, be real sneaky. Like no one's going to notice her, you know, like God, the father in the human flesh, isn't going to feel somebody tickling his cloak. (laughs) Anyways, so she touches it, and he's like, who touched it? Well, I bet, I mean, think about it. Do you think she was afraid when he said that? Like, oh, no, he sees me. I don't know about you guys, but, like, if you've ever been really seen by Jesus, it can be quite an intense experience because he sees you fully, girls. And she knew it, and she was like, hey, it was me. I, I did it. I thought you could heal me. And he's like, you're right. I could. And because of you believing in that, I did. Go away, my daughter. He called her my daughter. So not only is that a term of endearment, guys, but it was in front of it. It said a crowd of people pushing in. Like, the amount of people must have been insane. And Jesus stands up in front of all those people, and instead of turning her away like they probably thought he would, or telling her she did something wrong like they probably thought she deserved, he straight up in front of all them clean, cleaned her. He cleaned her reputation. He cleaned her illness. He cleaned her body. Dude, he's so awesome. I just love how Jesus is like, you might think you want the one thing. Like, she probably just wanted to be healed. And he's like, I'm going to heal you in a thousand ways. Not just the blood. I'm also going to make sure that you can have friends again. <laughs> I mean, you know, guys, besides like going to heaven, you know what I'm saying. Anyways, so Jesus just, God just reminded me, he put it on my heart that like, Shannon, when you're there 
frustrated because you just bled through your clothing onto your couch or, (laughs) you know, there's all these illnesses that are just wearing you down. You know, there's people that have been there. There's people that have been there. And I'm thankful. I already have a relationship with Jesus, you know, like I've got him to turn to. I don't know what it would be like differently if I didn't, you know, I can't imagine what I would do. I really don't. So I just wanted to encourage you guys today. If any of you are going through your bleeding, your 12 years of bleeding, your chronic illnesses, your suffering, or even your 12 years of just feeling like you're a destitute or a pariah or nobody loves you or whatever. Remember, you don't have to go in like a ninja to get Jesus's love. He's got you, girl. He already knows you want it. He just wants to hear you say it. Does that make sense? Anyways, thank you for listening, guys. I'm sorry my voice sounds like I have a pillow in it because my tonsils, which I don't have, but my throat is swollen like a friggin' baseball. Anyways, thank you so much. And remember, God totally loves you all the time. Hey, guys, have you shared this with anybody yet? Like just one person? Do me a favor, share this with just one person that you think might enjoy listening. Please, you guys, it's so cool to see these numbers going up. Did you know we hit 100 downloads? Woohoo! Let's keep it going. All right, thank you so much. Remember, you can also get in touch with me at nestingwiththeearlybirds at gmail.com or find me on my Facebook page. Talk to you later, Gator.